When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court. And now more than ever, in the arena of business. In the new era of name, image, and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together. You're listening to the Auburn Express. Powered by the Wall Report. All aboard the AM departure from platform 334, the Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. All in all, a good outing by the defense. Uh, There were some standouts in this game, some people who I was impressed with. Uh, I thought that Marcus Bragg actually did a pretty good job coming in for an injured Aku Leota. I thought Marcus Harris played pretty good. Actually, the defensive line looked really good in last night's game. I was very pleased with their play. Um, B-Will, who, what kind of stood out to you real quick on the defensive side of the ball? Well, as far as positives, the defensive line. This is the line we expected to see all season. Um, they got off to a bit of a slow start. I don't want to believe that Penn State is that good. That's not what I believe in, in, that their offensive line was just the most unstoppable offensive line ever, and that's why they moved us up and down the field running the ball like they did. But maybe that's what it took to wake this defensive line up to start playing to their potential. Echoliota was one of the people who didn't need that wake-up call. He was actually balling before the Penn State game and after, and it is such a a tough loss to lose a guy like that. And, uh, he came back out after going into the locker room early. He came back out in street clothes, and that's never a good sign. Um, that that's that's very bad news. But I know we have some talent, like you you said, Marcus Bragg, and we got him in the transfer portal, and he contributed immediately. He had at least one sack. Did he have two? Yeah, one. Yeah, one. Okay. Um, so our defensive line is what stood out the most is that, thank you, this is what I'm talking about, that that a team with a running quarterback who could present some problems, our defensive line did a good job of boxing him in, not getting so far to the side of him that he has a wide open side of the field, and getting off blocks when he was getting past them and able to get an arm on him and slow him down or get them down. That is ideal and how you deal with a running quarterback, and they were able to execute that. On the negative end, they, in a similar fashion to the other positions on the team that have struggled, I just don't think we have the right guys. Or no, let me not say that. We haven't tried all the guys at linebacker to see if we are just so defunct at linebacker that we, are, we have to miss tackles and miss assignments and, and give up big run plays like that. That I, I I don't really believe that what we've seen from linebacker play so far this year is all that there is. I don't want to believe that. They we've got some combination of dudes that we have not seen 
that will make the right combination. I mean, we're talking about the offensive line looking better, but there was one new dude and two dudes moved. So a little change made enough of a difference along with play calling to have a better result. And I'm going to believe that that is what it is at linebacker. Um, Actually, Wesley Steiner getting so many stabs over Cam Riley may have been a change that they were trying to say, hey, you know what? Let's try this. Now, it may not have worked out necessarily, but I, I, I think that we're seeing them try and we're seeing them change things, but linebacker has to be improved. If our linebacking play can improve, then our defense looks as good as we thought it was going to be coming into the year. We thought we would have a defense that was last year good but better, and it, it really seems like we are one surefire linebacker away from having a shutdown defense, and I would love to see us. That makes our change in offense now, coupled with slightly better linebacker play, that means our defense can really hold it down. I mean, five yards, second half passing? That like that... That's outrageous. It's outrageous to lose that game. A 14 yard surrender total on on as far as defending them. That's outrageous. And so did we, did we B, did we get a number on drops for uh LSU? It was like five, wasn't it? It was at least uh, five. Yeah. I um, is it we have a number for drops on I mean, because I the drops were notable to me. And I know that played into them passing numbers some. I know they're not gonna break it out by half, right. but like um, I want to say there were, let's see, for this game, seven, seven drops. Mm, wow. It was, it was, it was, football focus is saying. yeah, it was a lot. We'll see if they adjust those numbers as, uh, the, um, as the, as the, you know, as the days pass when they reevaluate, because sometimes those numbers come down days after the game, yeah, but yeah. I, in real time, it felt like there were a lot. Yeah. Um, and they let Jaden Daniels down quite a bit. Now, all those weren't perfect passes, but certainly right. they could have helped him a lot more. Uh, so the, the number that you're talking about, B, I think was definitely affected by the amount of drops that they had. And so in that story kind of plays into, we, we talked about how much talent LSU has on offense and had, has had on offense. But honestly, their wide receivers didn't look, even the guy who neighbors, who was supposedly just like balling out before this game, he didn't look that scary. He dropped the ball, too. So if that that was your stud because Butte had been a little disengaged and then he was absent for, for a good reason. Yeah, I, I don't, did catch. he play yesterday? Yeah. Butte had one catch for four yeah. yards. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, he had one other touch. They got called back. Now, some yeah. of that is the fact that this is not the offense that these guys signed up to play for, for the most part. And also, they might not want to run this offense. They may have been asking for a more pass-friendly quarterback because Jane Daniels, yeah, he made a couple of good throws, but a lot of his throws were just, it was what we talked about last year was, yeah, you got it around the guy, but could you have put it in a better spot for that guy? 100%, yeah, and, for sure. And that's not the type of quarterback play that these guys were used to. I mean, Max Johnson was there putting it in the air and at a better clip than what Jaden Daniels is doing this year for him. And I think the wide receivers are probably a little bit down about that, but no matter what, every every team we face is going to have deficiencies. We've already talked about that. You've got to execute who's in front of you. And what what would you say, best case scenario against LSU this weekend? I would say they don't score more than 15 points on offense. Mm-hmm. Not like, that's a, that's a great, I'll take it. Or, hey, their guy doesn't run for 100 and he doesn't pass for 100. I'm like, hey, I'll take it. We got that. We got everything we could ask for from our defense. It was on the, the the turnovers really decided the game, but I'm nothing but encouraged about this defense. Donovan Kaufman is a key. Our yeah. secondary now. Yeah, for sure. Donovan Kaufman being at safety, his ability to to yeah. defend the run and be in coverage 
is necessary for this team, the secondary, to play very well. I was very excited to have him out there. You can't finish any rant about the defense without talking about how many times LSU got away with holding yesterday. It was for, so egregious. For, for, for them to call the illegal hands to the face, where I looked back at that film, it looked like he had the jersey, like right here, and the hand got up into the face, and they called it. And I kept looking at that. I mean, it's not it's not a super clear shot, but I just I, for as many, as much as they got away from, with holding for them to make that call to me that was bullshit, right? I, yeah, I thought we, we got hosed on quite a few calls. Yeah, yeah, I don't think either was, of the pass like interference the, the, calls were the, good. The scoring the scoring drive at the end of the first half there was an uh, an egregious hold that they didn't call mm-hmm. um, on and, on the drive. And then you and then the uh, the pi call on DJ yeah. James. I don't was, think either of the pis were good, and they and they got their defense got away with a hold on shed on the first deep ball that Robbie threw to him. Yeah, was like come on, come y'all. on, man. Like they weren't like if they had. I know we could have done some things better, but like, and I, I'm not sitting here blaming referee. Yeah, but, the refs didn't cost us the game. Yeah, for yeah, sure, but, but but let's we're not gonna sit here and act like it was good either. It was worse for Auburn. Certainly, advantage yeah. LSU on the refs, man. Because I'm, I'm, I'm laughing at uh, uh, one of the commenters, Obby's Weagle. Them refs had to hit their parlay yesterday, Mike. <laughs> now so I'm telling you, let, let, let them let them do what they got to do. What, they was like, what's, well, what's the Mike, NBA? You, what's the NBA officials' name? Uh, that, uh, I keep forgetting his Scott, name. Uh, uh, Foster. Uh, no, uh, no. Uh, no, 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 Donnie. Yeah, Donnie. yeah. Donnie. We had Donnie ref in the game. Oh my God, bro, they were. They were not. They had. They had. It was a bad day for the SEC on that one. Like yeah. I just. I thought they called a horrendous game, uh, and we like LSU beat us in the penalty yards column, but that number should have been even more egregious if they had called all the holding. I mean, right. they probably committed two hundred yards worth of penalties in that game, and they only called a hundred yards worth of them. Yeah. Yeah. But but the but the one on on Derek that extended their drive was the most egregious to me because I just felt like the way they were calling that game, there's no way you make that call right. Like you're not calling it. This is the one you decide to call right. The one where he has the jersey, but his hand just kind of slides up into his face. I don't know, man. I I didn't like it. Uh, James Barnett says, and fellas, don't forget the Coy Moore takeaway. His knee hit the ground before the ball was taken away. That should have been the ball down at the spot. Which, watch the film. I, on the watch the film, guys, look at wait, that and what? see. La, la, let's, I don't la, even know which one you're talking about. Is he talking about, I, he's talking on, about the on the interception? He's talking about the, he's talking about the interception. Pick. He's talking about the interception. Oh, gotcha. So on watch the film, look for that. Like I definitely, I definitely want to want to see you guys definitely point that out if if that is if that is the case. Okay. I sure. have I haven't gone back and looked at the film on that yet. I will definitely look at it. Yeah, I, that's, that's one to definitely uh, the, the check out for sure. Uh, let me get some super chats. Imani Smooth says, "Hey, you had Jacobs, Williams, and Brown on the same team at one point. Yeah, yeah. Jacobs had to go." <laughs> <laughs> Jacobs had to go uh, because there was no way they were going to find enough ball for the three of them. Correct. Right. Correct. Uh, JT Martin, any truth to the rumor that Zach Hill is consulting? Um, I mean, I've heard that confirmed several times that uh, he's he's been virtually consulting with the team on how to improve how they deploy the quarterbacks. Yes. Really? I haven't heard yeah. that, but that's I interesting. Have. Interesting. I've yeah. noted Mike Hartline in the QB's face all game. Uh, working with Robbie and you know trying to keep him in good headspace. So uh, those guys really like Heartline as well too. Before we get to our drawing, guys, let's let's switch gears uh, and let's let's talk let's talk about special teams. Mm. Oof, 
We had three punt returns for a total of 20 yards. Uh, we had four kick returns for a total of 61 yards. Uh, we punted four times for a total of 185. The longest was, I think, a 50-yarder. And, of course, field goal kicking. What people talk about, one for two. Carlson made a 29-yarder but missed a crucial 40-yarder at the end of the first half. Uh, obviously, we know our punter, Oscar Chapman, has been pretty strong, of course, in in punt return there was the muff punt on the part of Keontae Scott at a pivotal point in the game special teams wasn't really special and in fact you can argue that because special teams wasn't being special it affected some of the decisions made on part of the offense but thoughts on special teams guys uh I'll start I'll start with you Ike in terms of what you saw there not good for the most part other than like you said, Oscar Chapman, who did a really good job of, um, I don't think they had a chance to return very many of the kicks um, that he put out there. Um, good placements, good distance, good height on kick. Like he did everything he was supposed to do. But, um, hey, man, we 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 got we, we to gotta have a talk about Anders Carlson, man. We got to have a talk about the last five kicks Anders Carlson has had. He's only made one of them. He fortunately got the opportunity to re-kick one of them that yep. he eventually made. But if it were not for a penalty, we'd be talking 0 for 4 in most recent kicks from Anders Carlson. Thanks. And all of them have been inside 45 yards. At right. home. At home. Right. Which changes that, the way you call the offense, right? I, and I, that, I just don't, I don't know that there's a good thing to say about that. I just, I don't, I don't know what good can be spoken of that. I watched Anders Carlson in warm-ups shanking kicks. Mm. Mm. He hasn't hit a solid kickoff into the end zone, but maybe two times all year. Yeah. It's time to have a conversation about whether or not Anders Carlson is fully healthy and prepared to be the starting kicker for Auburn. Yeah, if he's not healthy, like, I don't even know why he's out there. Like I mean, I mean, but to be fair, B said this, and we've talked about it. He wasn't looking particularly great from distance before the injury. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I've been off the all, the Carlson trains since last year, so you can get an argument from me there. Like I, I just think if we're saying the injury is now holding him back, that's yeah. even more reason to get him off the field and get somebody on who has a better chance to make a kick because you got a guy who is another <laughs> legacy whose brothers kicking game winners in the NFL right now. They kicked a 61-yarder in high school, right? You've got Evan McGuire, who's still on this team, who, you know, again, can nail a 50-yarder. And you've got Carlson, who is trending down. Kicker should be at the top of the list of of positions that you're reevaluating, whether you have the right guy in there or not, because they won't ever admit this. I don't think they'll admit this, but their waning faith in him definitely changed the way they call plays in no no man's land. 1,000%. Yeah, in no man's land. Like what's 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 no man's land? Like forty five to forty five yard line. Once of like you, 40, once you what? get to about thirty five, it's gonna be a close 52? to a fifty. Yeah, it's gonna be 52, like a fifty yeah. something yard field yeah. goal. So like you really for I mean and I mean for confidence in Anders right now, you gotta be like down like around the twenty something. You gotta be inside the thirty. Yeah, right. For sure. And yeah. and and if it's not in the middle of the field, I'm worried. Right from that right, right. Hash, absolutely he's terrible. Absolutely. Yeah. From the right Absolutely. hash, he's terrible, man. Like I, I don't. 
I just think this is the part that won't get talked about enough. If he makes that field goal at the end of the first half, which they did, game. they did a great job moving the ball into field goal position with almost no time left. Yeah. And he misses it. And the miss is significant because you the other team gets the ball right there where you miss the field goal. So if it's a long field goal, you're giving them great position at the end of the half. I think they scored. They scored after that missed field goal, did they not? Am I tripping? Mm, I, don't I don't remember, honestly. Uh, they scored right was. before the half. I think I they did. I think they did, Mike. Yeah, yeah. I think no, they did. They see. scored off of that one. Yeah, they scored after that they missed did. field goal. So, like, it was it was a 40-yard. Some I see people asking how long it yeah, was. It was a 40-yarder. It was a 40-yarder. It it yeah, but it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely one you expect your fourth-year kicker to make. He was like, yeah, yeah. For yeah. sure. He you was got, going into last year, 40 yarders like that, those were easy for him. Now we would last year, you know what we were saying last year? We were nervous if he was kicking 45 and over. Right. 40 right. was almost a for sure kick for him. But now he's not even hitting the 40 yarders now. I would argue if they had more co- confidence in him, the trick play to Coy Moore probably never happens. And they're playing a little bit more conservatively to line the ball up in the middle of the field and just let him kick. But it was clear they felt like they had to get in the end zone. Right. I, I mean, so, I mean, they were down by four at that point in time. So I'm not, I don't know that the trick play doesn't happen in that instance unless you're going to try to kick a field goal, get the ball back, kick another field goal. And so to your point, maybe they didn't like that strategy. They felt like we got to get a touchdown right here. I still hate that call, but we'll talk about that later. What, what, he, what he's saying is, is that if Carson makes the field goal at the end of the half, no, if he makes the one at the end of the half, it's a completely different ball yeah, game yeah, just all yeah. together, yeah, yeah, for sure. Make, that's they, that's they, what he's they, saying. They, that trick play that probably run. doesn't happen, doesn't happen if you're yeah. down in that situation. Yeah, you, you know call you can take the lead with a field goal. Yeah, you don't have to be 100%. The pr- complexion yeah. of the game changed on that. Well, the first time the complexion changed was on the, the fumble return for a touchdown. But, like, it absolutely changed the way that you call. What Where I think it actually came into play more was on the fourth down calls, like Mike said earlier. Once you're in there right around the 30-something and you have a decision, do I punt the ball? And so we'll we'll talk about that when we get to coaching a little bit. But when we get to the coaching part, rem- remind me to come back to that point about those fourth down calls. Yeah, Carlson changed the complexion of this game. And because he didn't kick a ton of kicks, nobody's going to talk about it. But it was the non-kicks that they didn't give him to me that stood out and were no For sure. Right? So, like, it's not going to – it's just not going to get talked about enough. But he's been trending down for a while. Uh, and, um, you know, if, if we're going to have conversations about quarterback and receiver and line and running back, damn kicker should be on the tape at the top of the list, especially for a team that's going to be in some dogfights, man, where you need to win one close. Yeah. Two, yeah. two field goals and you win that game. And, and that's what's so it's so glaring about this one, because for all the other changes that you make, all of those are are related to other things. The offensive line affects what you can call and what you can call affects who you think the quarterback should be. It, it affects how you run the ball. And we haven't had that with kicker. Kicker is this dude is making kicks or he isn't. So you make the calls, coaches. Get them out. And it's not like you don't have options either. And that's the other big thing. Like if if this was a team where you had right. uh, <laughs> Robbie Ashford at, and Holden Garner as a two, all right, he's got no experience. He hasn't had any fall camp reps or really running as the one in any situation in practice. Yes, of course, this is an easy decision. You go with the guy who is most prepared to play, and you don't have to change the offense around uh, to go back to a Holden Garner as a two. You play the guy that makes the most sense at kicker. I've got a guy who right now, if you put them up in practice, one guy is making a lot more kicks than the other one. 
The only reason they're still playing Andres Carlson is because he has kicked more kicks in his lifetime. But this is a singular event that happens at the end of a drive, at the end of, of a touchdown. You put the guy in the game who can get the job done. And it's not like we just started this this year. We Every game, he's been shaky kicking. If I can't count on you from 40 in, who are we, Mississippi State? Like, even when Auburn was terrible, I could count on the kicker. The, a kicker single-handedly saved Gus's job in 2016 when it was the, the get-fired bowl with him and Les Miles. Yeah. A kick, six field goals. Kicker yeah. saved his job because we at least had that. You got to change. You got to swap this dude out, man. I don't, I don't know why they didn't do it uh, uh, two games ago. Black, Black Wing says his confidence is, appreciate the super chat, his confidence is shot when you look at him. <laughs> Stephen yeah. Kerr says this dude was on the team when I was in undergrad in 2016. He's been there for a while, it He's feels like. He's been there a minute. He's been there a minute for sure. Yeah, he doesn't look confident out there either. Like, if you watch his body language and you watch everything, it looks like, oh, Lord, here we go. This is going to be an adventure. Uh, but I, I just remember uh, um, what was Daniel, when Daniel went up to kick. It was, oh, yeah. it felt oh, yeah. automatic. Like, you know, that what a weapon to get, to drive the ball down the field, get to about the 35-yard line, and then have Anders come in and nail a 50-yarder to give you that, that little extra, or Daniel, yeah, to, to give you that little extra oomph in right. what is going to be a close game, especially when you're struggling offensively in the second right. halves of games, right? They need those points, man. That's your job, man. That's your contribution is about six points a game. On two kicks. There was a time where Auburn would get into the 40-yard, 35-yarder, and we knew automatically we're going to put points on the board. Yeah. It was a matter if it was of the, of the three-point variety or six, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure <laughs> if Auburn gets yeah. in the 30 or 40. If I don't have that confidence because we didn't have the, the assurance that we can make a field goal kick now. And how are we calling games? And that, that is a legitimate concern. Before we get to the drawing, Thomas Jones, you had a comment about the defense. I overlooked it. I, my apologies because I definitely wanted to ask this. Guys, your thoughts on linebacker play on yesterday? Yeah, B brought it up earlier. It's been and shaky. I, yeah, I didn't get a chance to. I didn't get a chance to chime in. But again, it's just it's, we're talking about Carlson. I, I feel like no position is safe. It's time to have a conversation about Pap. Um, you know, he is, it's, it is a hard conversation to have because it's one of those guys who seemingly does all the right things, practices hard. You know, he's a great teammate. He does everything that's asked for him, but for whatever reason, it's not translating on the field. And I would, the question I was going to ask B was about who's behind, if Pap is out, who comes in? I, think I don't know. I think it's kind of dependent on their rotations because I would, I, I really have no idea. They seem to be swapping Steiner and Riley, right? Right, that, that's the only reason yeah. I thought that yeah. Steiner, yeah, uh, Steven Riley wasn't on the field that much. Mm-hmm. So I get it. What what Pat brings as a linebacker, who really should be almost purely outside linebacker, is speed, speed mm-hmm. to cover wide receivers in if they're out in the pattern, and that's what the defense dictates that you do that time, or speed to get to the quarterback on a rush, or definitely speed to track down a speedy quarterback. Right. With all that, if you can't bring a dude down when you get to him. Or if in simple uh, run plays, you aren't in position, your, your defensive line is doing the job now. Like maybe they weren't for Penn State. That, that seems to be the outlier now. The defensive line is going to collapse their offensive line. It's not like we're getting a lot of 
guards up on the linebackers. That's not happening. It's all right. They moved. Where's my guy? I'm right here. I'm going to stay right here and wait for this guy to come to me. Because even if they don't come directly to me, he bounces out. I've got the speed to get him. Like, that's the thing. When you have the speed, you don't really have to play so aggressively that you get out of position here, right here. He's either going to come directly to me or I am an elite freak athlete and I can get to him. And mentally, something's not connecting with Pat where he realizes, no, I just need to stay right here. Maybe some people can't turn that off. That thing, I need to go. No, no, you just, you need to stay and you'll be fine. I, I, I don't know what it is. Uh, he Jaden Daniels is a great athlete, but he made he made Pap look silly on one of those runs up the middle um, that he cut up to the sideline, mm-hmm. and he was like, I mean, he had his hands out sideways and he was falling, and it just was like, oh man, like he this is a one on one play that you expect again your senior linebacker to make, right, uh, or at least slow him down or get a hand on him or anything literally than what happened. Uh, you know, the other thing was the other one notable linebacker play was Steiner on the LSU touchdown. I mean, the, yeah. the misses were significant when yeah. we did have them. And, you know, Steiner had a chance to get a tackle for a loss and yeah. he couldn't wrap up. And the, uh, the running back scored a touchdown. And maybe we hold them to a field goal there. Like, who knows what would have happened after. But that's definitely a play you want to see our linebackers make. I think linebacker play uh, defensively has to be at the top of the list of things that you need to work out or find out how to do something differently moving forward because they, they don't seem to be getting the job done.